he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Okay, wow. That was probably the greatest Golden Bachelor finale in Golden Bachelor history. So Jackie is traveling for work and she was unable to watch the finale in real time, so therefore was unable to record. But we will be hearing from Jackie a little bit later. We have a little Jackie from the, I guess it's like a Jackie from the past clip for you guys. So you will be hearing from Jackie in this recap a little bit later. But I am recapping this episode with my favorite person in Bachelor Nation. And they already know who it is because your name is in the title. So Michael Stagliano, thank you for recapping with me. Stephanie, I don't know what to say. I have a lot of things to say, but I don't know what order to say them in. Let's start with, I love you back. You didn't say, did you say I love you? I don't know. I love you back. You said I'm your favorite person in the franchise. That's a big deal. I don't take that lightly. You're honoring me greatly. Thank you so much. The second thing I have to say is that you're right. That finale we just watched was one of the best episodes of television I've seen legit. For yes. those who are like OG listeners, this is me and Michael's fourth time. Let's go. Oh, doesn't it feel let's good? Go. It just feels good to say that out loud. I know. It's it feels so to good to see you. Uh, likewise. Let's also tell the story of how this came about. So Jackie told me about this work trip and I was like, well, this isn't an episode we can skip. And this isn't an Obvi. episode that I could do alone. So Obvi. I'm like, I need someone. And I thought, who do I ask? Well, like seven people canceled that you called first. And then no. I was at the bar. And then, no. so I'm... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know that's not the actual story. Yeah, so I texted Michael, and I, you said that you hadn't watched it. You only watched the first episode, right? Was that? Right. I love that you're taking the listener back to this. Yeah, I hadn't watched any seasons of the show at all. So then, yeah, when you said, hey, maybe let's do The Golden Batser, I think at that point I'd, I'd only watched like half of the first episode, right? Mm -hmm. And I hadn't planned on watching the rest of it, really. Uh, but you know, a hook line. But he sticker. jumps at a chance oh. to come on She's All Batch. So you binged the entire series. I did. Definitely mostly out of hype to do the show with you. And then as I'm sure everyone else in America, I also legit got roped into, you know, Gary and his story. Yeah, it was, it's a really good one. And I mean, guys, I can't get over the fact that this finale delivered. And when I say delivered, I mean like the drama, the mm. tears, but also the happiness. Like mm. I felt, I felt all the emotions. I was really going there with this finale. So should we dive in? Yes. Like, did we, oh, bursting. no, no, we're not oh, done. We're uh, not done. What did we miss? Wait, another important part. So Michael is in LA. Oh, he, yeah. oh, yeah, this is great. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> so Michael's in LA. I'm in New York. I obviously can watch East Coast Bachelor and he cannot. So we're doing all like the back end things, all the tricks of the trade to try to get Michael to watch. VPNs? You use the word yeah. VPN? I was like, yeah, oh, I don't no, even know that what is... that is. Nope. Dave Neal told me about that. We're like, well, you have to watch East Coast Bachelor because we need to record right after the episode. It's a whole thing. You can't, we, I can't wait for you for two more hours to watch it on the no, West I'm Coast not that, that important. Yeah. That, yeah. That would be, no, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. that. Right, right. So we tried a bunch of things. They were all failing. And then Michael, 15 minutes into the episode, calls me. He's like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you want to do. Mm -hmm. Do you want to just FaceTime me? And I was like, um, 
okay. Like so for I two li- hours? Literally FaceTimed him, propped him up on a little table in front of my TV, and it was like Michael and I watched the finale together. I did have to tell you to um, stop with the commentary several times. Yes, it's really hard because the last three episodes that we did, I just really enjoyed talking to you, and so much shit went down on the show. I know we were both taking notes, but I legitimately had a problem staying on mute and not you know i know there's so much there's so much man well you know what what's really good now you're off mute yes and now let's get into every where do you want to start chronologically yes i like to start at the very beginning i like to say it's a very good place to start Mm -hmm. i think didn't mary poppins or someone say that someone like that said that someone said i say that often and i like to go chronologically usually so we go to the finale. It's a star-studded audience. We have the Golden Bachelor women in the audience. Askin is all sitting together like the fabulous clique that they are. We see Joey, Zach Shalcross, Brayden, Rachel, Charity, and Dotton. It is just like everyone and their mom, including Sweet Nums and her husband, are in the audience. Very exciting. Gary obviously goes on his final dates with both women. First, we have Teresa. She mm-hmm. meets his family. The weirdest part I thought about her meeting his family, is that... um, What did Gary's granddaughters think of Teresa? Everyone liked everyone. Like, they all liked Teresa and they all liked Leslie. What I thought was odd was that one of the girls asked Gary, do you feel like the fantasy suite brought you any more clarity? And Gary was really taken aback. Like, why are you asking me about that? That's fucking weird. And Mm -hmm. she goes, did you knock the boots? Like, I want to know what psycho producer told that girl to ask that it was either the daughter or the granddaughter i don't even know which one's worse but why are you asking him that like i don't know which one is worse either and yeah it's just i think jesse palmer actually said it he was like you know do you talk to your parents about what happens on overnight so right yeah that's awkward well what was weird is like i actually in a previous recap literally said what the hell happened in that fantasy suite to make Gary do a 180? And it mm. is true. Mm-hmm. He was like all in on Leslie. You've obviously binged the whole season. So mm-hmm. you saw in previous episodes, he's on the date with Teresa and he says, I wonder what Leslie is doing right now. Like he was hung up on Leslie until he went in the fantasy suite with Teresa. Do you think it was the long sleeve bathing suit that you mentioned that you guys <laughs> went on and on about? It could get <laughs> something... You're right, dude. Something happened. Maybe the, it was. The, the pantless. The, the I pantless was not, look. I was not into them. I did not think the the short, short situation on the bottom. Well, apparently it's from Victoria's Secret. I got a lot of messages from research? people. No, so people just sent it to me and said, like, oh. oh, it's from Victoria's Secret. It's not a long sleeves bathing suit. Well, clearly I mean, Gary was into it. Gary was definitely into it. And I think they must have whipped out some pretty impressive moves in the bedroom you know, to seal helps. the deal. Well, I'm jumping forward just slightly. It helped to hear Gary kind of explain to Teresa a little bit, I guess, live there in the finale at the end, that it was just the conversations. It was just like small moments that kind of off camera, they hadn't, I guess, really gotten to explore and all the red flags were down and Gary yeah. just felt really, really comfortable. So it sounded like it was some kissing and some knocking boots, but also just, you know, like legit heartfelt conversation, I guess, that he didn't have with Leslie, question mark, question Yeah, mark. but no. Like, And the thing is, what is he going to say? Actually, it was when we did a, like, reverse cowgirl. Like, what? what is he going to name, like, Dude, a sex I, position? I feel like Gary could have done it. Could have done what? Named it? Yeah, just said... She's a fireball in bed. Well, something. Yeah, like we had some sex. We had, we just did it. 
Jesse. But clearly something happened. Everyone is on that same page. It was interesting to hear Jesse question it because I was like, did he listen to She's All Batch podcast? Because I literally asked that exact question. But I don't know. Mm. Um, What was interesting is at the end of the date with Teresa, she says, the biggest fear for me right now is Leslie is still here. I don't know where their relationship stands. He said, I love you to me. So did he say, I love you to her? Mm. Awkward. Yeah. Because he did. Yeah, because he did. And you talked about this in the last episode, but I was curious the whole time, really, what was happening with the edit? You know what I mean? Like, I I couldn't tell if this was being edited and shaped to make it feel like, you know, there was this 180 happening or if that was actually happening. And it turns out it actually was, you know, it seemed like Gary in this last episode truly did kind of change his feelings about both Teresa and Leslie. You know? Right. Or maybe he was all in on Teresa this whole time and, and they've they been just, like downplaying it. I want to know the answer to that question. So, okay. On to Leslie's date? Yeah, on to Leslie's date. The daughter's granddaughter seemed to equally like her. Um, she says that she has anxiety that she's never had the till death do us part relationship and it's scaring her. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the date, this is when it gets really awkward. This is when Michael started making a lot of commentary in my room and I was telling him to shut up because <laughs> we needed to save it for the pod. But like, so the date's ending and this is supposed to be someone you're like so enamored with. And he goes, in lesser words, how about you get out of here? And she's like, well, wait, I don't want to leave. And he's like, well, I got to get going. Like, it was just such a bizarre way to wrap up someone that you're essentially in love with. And that's when, like, the weird music starts. That's when everyone starts getting a little nervous. Like, it was palpable. I felt like the air had been sucked out of the room. I, I could, mm-hmm. I started to put my hands on my face a lot, you mm-hmm. know, sweating it, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, very yeah. uncomfy. Yeah, which was the first time the whole season that I'd ever felt that way at all when Gary and Leslie were together on screen, you know, it looked like they were just flirting right. and having fun and loving each other so much. So, even just a slight shift. I think Leslie actually was saying some of this. She was like, I don't know. It just felt like things were off a little bit. And I was like, that's, yeah, that's exactly how it felt. Like they just right. were not, things were not good, like right away with them, you know? Well, what about when Leslie says she can't see herself without him? And he says, that's huge. I kind of feel like the bachelor or the bachelorette is really on their heels, just trying to be cryptic and ambiguous as best as they can. Yeah, but, but but yeah, but this time with Gary, it <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't laugh, but yeah, sometimes it felt like he was just like, yeah, that's very one sided, right? Mm. And like it went from like you're my girl and mm. like really hyping her up in previous episodes, and now she's saying the exact same type of thing that he was previously saying, and he says that's huge, really not giving her anything back, and you can tell like in this moment he knows it's not her, but doesn't know what to do. And then the stare that was the longest stare on national television when he's sitting next to her, it was awful. And he just looks at her and she looks at him and they both look like they're going to cry and they just know. Like someone actually messaged me on Instagram and said, wait, did they break up? And I'm like, I don't actually know. No words were spoken. They're just looking at each other. 100% when he left the first time, I guess, and he sat down in the stairwell, I legitimately was like, oh, is it over? Well, yeah, I was like, he didn't say the words, but it definitely felt like they both were in a place of, oh, well, that just ended. And when again, I shouldn't laugh because it was super emotional. I was so emotionally engaged when he walks back, when he was walking back to the room and knocked, I, you know, I was like, oh, my God, I think he's I think he's going to break up with her. Like, I don't, yeah. is he going to do it right now? And I mean, yeah, it just. 
Oh, I was happy though. If you're gonna break up with her at all, do it then. She even said, "I would." This the silver lining of this entire thing is that I'm not standing in a sixty thousand dollar dress on a platform, you know, with a camera in my face, and you're breaking up with me. Like, you, no one wants to be that person. So I actually said in a previous recap, like, I really hope whoever he doesn't choose, he breaks up like this because these women they don't need to be going through this. And I feel like at least in that sense, he did the right thing. However, I don't think we were prepared to mm. see Leslie kind of fight back at him. Yeah, how did you feel like she handled the news, the breakup? She handled it exactly how I would have handled it. I mean, what? you could tell what how do you think you would have handled it? Oh, how do I mean? I, I, she seemed angry. I would have been angry. He definitely, like, she wasn't lying. Like, she's not crazy. He said those things to mm -hmm. her and led her to believe she was the one. So it's, she's not wrong to be completely blindsided. Also, $60,000 dress. Later, she, yeah, later she says, I went out and bought the dress. That means ABC bought the dress. She's not actually buying the dress. I want to, I don't know, dude. I didn't get, no one, well, I didn't get anything paid for when I was on it, but that was a hundred years ago. But so, yeah, I, but yeah. you also didn't, no offense. Hmm. You didn't, you didn't win. I didn't make it that far. Yeah. So I, they're not buying, they're not going to buy you a $60 suit. I was $60,000 kind of suit. That's true. And I know nothing about dress prices, but $60,000 is super stupid for a dress price, right? Like yeah, it seems like it's a loner. There's no way that Leslie had $60,000 on her, and there's no way that ABC's Wait, why like- why do you say that? What You mean just because she's not super wealthy? I don't know. No, remember. well, because why do you, who had, she's on a show without her cell phone, and like- Now I get it. They she, control your every move. Yeah, yeah, now I get it, now I get she it. She can't make a phone call without permission. You think she has access to $60,000? This is true. And we never got to see the dress. I wonder what it would have looked like. Didn't she say it was blue? She said it was blue. Yeah. That's but, all we know. Yeah. And she said it was what, up like blue like his eyes or something. Was that yeah, the blue line? like both of their eyes? Yeah. Okay. That's cute. But it's a dress we'll never get to see. I'm sure that when she's golden bachelorette, we'll see her rocking that blue dress. Honestly, if they make her that and put her in a blue dress, that'd be kind of iconic. Are you super... I completely agree, Austin. And are you rooting for her to be the Golden Bachelorette? Yeah, I mean, I've been Team Susan this whole time, and I still would gladly support a Susan season. My wife loves Susan as well. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I think they should bring her back in some capacity. I think they will. They mm -hmm. obviously will. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. it needs to be Leslie. I think if they choose anyone else now, it will look really stupid. There have been a lot of people that have said Ellen jo or, jo or Ellen, Joan. Yeah. Or I think Faith, they're all great choices, but it doesn't make sense now. Like you don't have someone that devastated and that distraught and that blindsided and then give it to someone like who went home weeks ago. Literally, Faith, Ellen, Joan, like that's Joan was like I was she was on the, she was on the show ago, yeah. in like October. Yeah. We're it's December. Yeah. So yeah. You know, if it's going to be anyone, it's going to be Leslie. Mark my words. I'm surprised they didn't announce it tonight, though. I will mark your words. I also thought that was going to be the one of the surprises that they announced at Me the too. end that Leslie was going to be. And I, I don't have anything against Joey. I'm, I'm indifferent to Joey, but I wasn't excited at all about his, you know, preview for, for the upcoming season. <laughs> so part of me, yeah, was wondering if they were going to bring Leslie back out and, and save but this. But you did recognize him from the pickleball date. Yeah, he was he was there. That was that's what yeah. I was what's saying. your beef with jo with I, Joey? Is it? I don't mean for it to sound like beef. Sounds like it's beef. <laughs> it's not. I think it's uh, here. Let me let me do it this way. I'll get, um I'll do a little comparison. I think that Jesse Palmer is fucking fantastic as a host. Mm -hmm. 
Right. And I, I think those were big shoes to fill. And I certainly understand that The Bachelor every season has some big shoes to fill. I So I guess when Emily, I was watching with my wife, Emily, with, when she was she was like, oh, my gosh, that's Joey The Bachelor. Part of me was like, well, he better be awesome. And part of it could have just been the edit. But, you know, the two lines he. In the pickleball date, you mean? Yeah, he was like, play ball. Yeah. No, I actually did say that. I was like, what what was the point of him being here? That's what I meant. The introduction was so flat that I was like, that's the... Do people not care about him? Why wasn't that more of a moment? That's interesting because we know Joey because we've already seen him on the show. But if you, who didn't see him on the original show, seeing him for the first time, it was a pretty weak showing of him yes, on the pickleball so date. Please forgive my, it's, he seems like he's obviously lovely. He's cute as hell. Let's just say that too. Mm, cute as um, a button. Cute as a button. Yeah. But I didn't know him at all. And then I, yeah, I just wanted his intro to, to be a little bit more of a, a home run. I, guess. I hear that. I hear yeah. that. But it's, it's not about Joey tonight. Not at all. It's about Gary. So we got to refocus. Yes, I agree. I'm sorry for derailing us on, on the <laughs> it's cute okay. So he comes back in the room and it's clear we all know it's coming and he tells her that he's fallen in love with Teresa and her first response is, so everything you told me the other night was a lie. Which is a stab in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Directly. Did did you feel like he had lied? Yeah, because I feel like until he had the reverse cowgirl with Teresa, like he really wasn't. You said it. I said it before, too. He really, like, I think until he was behind closed doors with Teresa, it was Leslie, at least to me. So I think Leslie has a right to feel blindsided. Then we move over to the live studio audience with Leslie and Gary. I want to get to all that. But before we do, I need to tell you guys about Hexclad. Michael. What? So. Did you say Hexclad? Yes. I know what that is. I have one of those. Wait, are you serious? Yes, I have one of their pans, like a, a pretty big pan. It's the Wait, best pan. What? Do you, you love tell, it? You tell me. You It's your ad. What is, yes, I will. But you, okay. we have a verified customer That's right true. here on this the is pod. Not, this is not solicited. This was not planned. I That's have insane. a Hexclad pan and they are legit. Okay. So you love it. Yes. You understand uh, why this would be an amazing gift. So they have the six-piece cookware set. And... It is just phenomenal. It comes with everything you need in the kitchen. And they're really the highest quality pots and pans, wouldn't you say? Verified 100%. It's the only pan that I use. I really, I sound like a commercial, but that's that's just my real <laughs> life. That's just what I happens in real life. They're so good. These are literally the pots and pans that Gordon Ramsay uses in the kitchen. You know they're legit. And what I love about the pots most of all is that they require minimal maintenance and the easiest cleanup I've ever experienced because I don't want to deal with that after I cook. Literally yesterday I made bacon, well, breakfast for dinner for the kids. And I, you know, bacon is like a mess. And, a mess. And it cleaned up so easily. I, I don't know how they do it. It must be like Tony Stark technology that they use. Yeah, I don't know what it is. All I know is these are the highest quality pots I've ever seen. They're so beautiful to look at, but also use. They're so, so durable. Terrifying. And guys, if you want them for yourself or you want to give them as a gift, I feel like this would fit the like big gift that you'd give to someone. Yes, like like your, your parent or your significant other or someone that you want to get a nice quality gift for. Hexclad's six-piece cookware set, I think, is right up any chef's alley, every... Like what, what, like a foodie? Even just a casual cook. Yeah, like I'm I'm just a dad that makes, and I'm not even a good cook, but I would love it as a gift. 
And guys, you can check out Hexclad and you can get 10% off your order. And this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna go to hexclad.com slash she's all batch. That's H-E-X-C-L-A-D.com slash she's all batch. You have to type in that whole link. Don't forget. Go to Hexclad. Yes, 10%. Thank you, Michael. Go to hexclad.com slash she's all batch. Check them out and get pans like Gordon Ramsay, get pans like Stephanie Parker, and get pans like Michael Stagliano. That's me. Guys, please do it and make me happy. Yeah, so don't let cookware hold you back this holiday season. Happy cooking and happy holidays. All right, so Leslie and Gary in the audience. First of all, Leslie looked stunning. Super dynamite. Yeah, I must say. Revenge dress, if you will. So Gary comes out. They have one of those long hugs. In a good way, did you feel like? I felt like it was part of in a good way, but when they the hug was releasing, he touched her waist. Did you mm-hmm. see this? Yeah. Did you see I this? I was like, what's that about, Gary? Whoa! No, he yes. touched her waist and she brushed it off. Like, it Correct. was a don't touch me brush. Yes, and then they sat down kind of farther apart than I think yeah. I was expecting. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Picked up on all those vibes. What do you think about her, you know, reaction to what she saw and then what she wanted to clarify, just what she said to him, you know what I mean? Like how she communicated it. She seemed like someone who was able to reflect on how she reacted in the moment Mm -hmm. and learn and grow and have time to like grieve the relationship because she seemed like obviously still affected by the the breakup, but a lot more polished and poised in her answer. Almost like she's the golden bachelorette. Do you think she knows already? That would make me curious. Yeah, I think she does. I feel like- um... I think they dressed her too to like look like that like the uh, next golden bachelor well i know that they dress you if they have high hopes for you or if you're in the running i kayla quinn came on the show recently and said that for her women tell all she was on ben higgins season mm-hmm. and for her women tell all they dressed her they did her hair and makeup because oh. she was the, supposed to be oh, bachelor yeah. and then they didn't choose her though they chose okay another person so i know that they do that and i would definitely agree that leslie looked like she might have been done up to look like she could be a bachelorette yeah i also um i don't know if you felt like there was still anger there at one point she said i'm not angry i'm just hurt but i Mm -hmm. also there felt like there was still a sliver of yeah uh, i'm a little pissed that you said the things that you said to me and actually i think she said this earlier in the in her room in costa rica wherever they were when she was like i don't accept your apology but i understand that's kind of a big thing to say do, do, do you know what i mean yes she said it on the couch with him i oh, actually it was on the couch. okay yeah, yeah i i noted that too and he said okay thank you which i thought was mature too like he's not expecting um, her to accept his apology, but even just understanding is sometimes good enough. I thought it was yeah. nice. You seem to not think it was nice. No, I guess it was, I, it made me more confused about how to feel about Leslie. Like saying the sentence, I don't accept your apology is, it's, it was a little more combative, I guess, than I was expecting. Is that mm-hmm. fair to say? Yeah. Um, but, or, or and, like 30 seconds later, she said, I wrote this down too. She said this line, she said, you took me down a path turned and left me there. Yeah, he did though. I I know, I know. And I was like, shit, that's so accurate. That is what happened. So I understand why she was saying that. Like, I I don't accept your apology. Like you did that, that Mm -hmm. that sucked. And and she said, you know, but I, but I understand. So yeah, I whew, it was just it, let's just say it was super juicy seeing them sit across from each other. Yeah. It was yeah, it was. And it I was had to really tell you good. to shut up the whole time. I know it was while it was out. airing. 
I know. What about when she said, everyone knows what you said on camera, but only you and I know what you said in our overnight. And that'll stay between us. Yeah. Why do they have to stay between us, Leslie? Share. Share with the class. I would have loved to hear some tea that she spilled about that night. Do you think, like, wasn't there other... I know there was, but I'm pretty sure there were past seasons where the runner-up says stuff to allude to the fact that the lead downplayed his relationship with the inevitable winner. Like, I can't remember who it was specifically, but, like, there's definitely been things... Oh, I'm trying to remember. I feel like it was almost like... You mean, like, on purpose? Like, purposely downplaying? Oh. What makes me curious is if he was saying things to her. She she actually... She kind of... If I'm reading it... I might be reading in between the lines. There was definitely this idea of, like, you talk to me about moving to Minneapolis, I think is where she's from, and like having this life together. And we talked about like the future. Why the fuck would you talk about all of that stuff if- I think it was deeper than that though. Like, cause she's what? saying that stuff we saw on camera. Yeah, that's, that's the true. stuff, that's, that's the true. approved- That's true, that's, that's true. That's the approved conversation. I didn't I think... even read between the lines. I just read the lines. <laughs> <laughs> I think the stuff behind closed doors could have been- it's definitely you. I mean, he said on camera, you're my girl. Couldn't there be other stuff like that that led her to believe there wasn't a chance it was Teresa? Gosh, I don't know now. Now I'm conflicted about how to feel about Gary. Except that I love Gary. Did you watch Sean Lowe's season or you skipped that one because you weren't on it? <laughs> uh, I do. I don't think I watched that season, no. But I'm curious what you're going to say now. Did, did the same, did something similar happen? It was, well, I remember Ashley Frazier who was like third-ish in mm-hmm. the top four. Yeah, it had to have been third because she was talking about a fantasy suite. She said that Sean Lowe said to her in the fantasy suite, like, don't worry, I, there's nothing with these other girls, apparently. And then he's like, I did not say that. And she's like, yes, you did. And they had like a debate on TV, whether he said it or not. And we still don't know. But he's married to Catherine. So clearly, if he said it, it was a lie. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder I know, if Leslie like- he's used those same words, dude. She was like, I know. you lied. Like, you lied to me. Right. And sh- there's stuff that he said off camera that she's specifically not revealing. Why? You know what I wonder? Let's go a level deeper, Stephanie. If okay. you fucking put yourself in the suite and okay. you've got this person- and you definitely have feelings for them, and you definitely have feelings for this other person that's in the other room that you're going to sleep in tomorrow night. I wonder if it's so confusing and hard to navigate emotionally that, I don't want to say, I wonder if you say things that you're both feeling like you need to say to comfort someone and Mm -hmm. you're kind of figuring out if they're true yourself but you have this other relationship that's very intimate and complicated and deep as well so it must just be like really conflicting so i i guess it's a roundabout way of saying i want to believe gary when he says i i wasn't lying to you that's how i felt in that moment you know like man i we're we're laying there together and i i i love you and i just have this other woman and so it's it's part of the brilliance of the show maybe too it's like it puts people in these situations where gosh like how do you have resolution from a relationship like that you know and maybe that's both what they were both 
maybe that's what they were both just kind of voicing to each other. You know, like yeah. The only uh, thing is, on her end, she doesn't have someone else waiting in the other room. True, and she signed up for it. Like she know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and like I think leads have said though in the past, like in order for them to really see it all the way through, they have to like go through all the motions and really be in the moment with that one person. So if you're gonna say I love you in the moment, if you feel it, it may not always be the forever I love you though. Yeah, and you know, what? I think Gary said that actually. He, he explained that in a way. Mm-hmm. You know. Did you catch when they were talking in the hot seat that he brings up, um, you know, other hard breakups he had, brings up Faith and Ellen, and Joan is sitting in between both of them and puts her hands on both of them. And did you see the eye roll from Ellen? From Ellen. Okay, good. I was wondering if you got that down. I that Yes, down. you it did. Like, well, look, look. Did you think the eye roll was like, uh, why are you bringing this up now? Or like that she was sad about it? I couldn't tell. I don't think it was, why are you bringing this up? It was more like, yeah, or I don't know, frustrated. Like, they're kind of upset for their friends. Yeah, uh, yeah, it could have been that for sure. But yeah, that little cut scene over to those girls, yeah. I was like, oh, boy. Oh, my God. Like, what I wouldn't give. What I would give. Is it what I wouldn't give or what I would give? Well, it depends on what you're going to say. But it sounds <laughs> like it's going to be a what I wouldn't give. What I wouldn't give to, to do be... What? To be at like a lunch, a brunch table with those ladies and pour some mimosas and be like, all right, ladies, let's get into it. Which one specifically? Which Susan makes the cut, obviously. Obvious. All of them. Honestly, everyone we saw in that little pack, I'll take them all. I I love them. I know. I was rooting for every single one of them to fall in love with Gary. Not like Mm -hmm. in an orgy sense of the... Yeah, that would just be weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is is ABC, so... Right, it wouldn't happen, but I just, yeah, I was a big fan of... You're right, especially that little bunch right there. I was glad they all made it as far as they did. Yeah. So we're like, we have a half hour left in the show. I think I said this to you. I was you like, did. wait, I was like, so wait. And we're, Teresa. Yeah. And like, we're going to go to the girl that we're supposed to like be celebrating tonight. Uh, so we move over then to Teresa. Mm-hmm. My first thought. Sure. Uh, I haven't been on your show, so I want to catch the listener up in the sense that I, I just, it's not that I, I have disliked Teresa. I just wasn't a huge Teresa fan like I was with Faith and Leslie. I, I thought they were going to be the final two. So it makes what I'm about to say, I hope, hit a little bit harder. I thought the minute I saw Teresa uh, for her last bit at the end, going down to see Garrett for the last time, she looked amazing. I loved uh, her dress. Amazing. I loved her hair. I loved her makeup. I, I, there were a few times where I felt like her lips were very red and very big. So it was distracting. But okay. just her <laughs> whole look coming out of the Suburban, I was like, she, I'm so happy for her. And I love this now. I just thought Me she's Me too. I, I hope I don't sound shallow just talking about her looks. But I just think she looked beautiful. I Man, I would just say it like that. No, and they do your makeup professionally when you are the final two. Oh, so well, that helps, obviously, too. Then. Yeah, no, but she looked stunning. I felt like she looked stunning this entire episode. And when I said in the beginning of the episode, I loved this finale because there was a lot of drama, there was tears, there was resolution, and there mm. was also a happy ending. Like, I couldn't be more happy for Teresa. Mm. I feel like she, like, Gary, obviously, I'm happy you found your love, too. Bravo. But, like, Teresa, <laughs> I really, like, was rooting for this happiness. And I'm just, she seems like such a wholesome woman. Mm. And, like, I feel like, I've said this on the show, 
she's been so unfairly ripped apart this season. Like mm. the amount of people in my comment sections on like I see it and I'm just like disgusted by grown adults that just are ripping apart a 70 something year old woman. It just for her to have her moment in the sun, I was like, you deserve it. And I'm so freaking happy. I could not agree more. I think that's really well said. It makes me really sad that people would yeah, I, there's nothing to attack about her. Why would you even take a shot at someone so lovely as her? And and part of the what I loved about the finale and her part in it particularly is, <laughs> oh my God, it was so sweet. I felt like she honestly walked up to that podium and she didn't know. Like yeah. she was like, I, and she was really feeling afraid. Like I might get my heart broken right now. So to me, the way she was looking at him, there was so much hope there. You know what I mean? You could tell she was just like, oh my God, please, like, please to say right. that you love me and that I'm the one. It, like her whole life was hinging on it. I think she even said something like that when at the end when she was recapping it. But yeah. And, and then obviously like that type of, I don't know, look on her face leading up to the way Gary said he wanted to spend the, or I guess what he said, I can't live with you. You're not the right person for me to live with. with you're you're is. the person I can't live without. I just wrote dick in capital letters. Like what? I am I am conv well, are you kidding? Stephanie, Why I wrote that could win an Oscar. Oh my god. Why the hell would you do that to this woman? This is because the woman you want to marry. I thought it was romantic as fuck. That's to why. say you're not the right person for me to live with. Ten minute pause. It wasn't ten minutes. Oh uh, yes, wait, it wait, was. Have you heard the term pause for dramatic effect? Of course, you're Italian. Pause for dramatic effect. And then it was. I thought you didn't think it was romantic. And then not he was at like, all. It's also a bachelor staple. You don't know past oh. seasons, so I'll just tell it for the listeners. Didn't Zach Shellcross do this? I'm Zach or someone. I don't know. Wait, did a long pause? That did was like did an the same? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a staple. I feel like they all do it, but I remember. I think it was Zach that did it really bad too, oh. and it cut to the audience. And he, no, they're still engaged, but yeah. it cut to the audience, and he's in the audience with his fiance, and he like they like look at each other, and they t they said something, and I'm like, I know it's. Katie saying to him, like, you did that to me too, like, you asshole. Because, like, in that moment, first of all, when he said, you're not the right person for me to live with, she's mm -hmm. looking at him with, like, puppy dog eyes, nodding her head, saying, like, okay, okay. I like, I'm about to get broken up with. And she's preparing herself, bracing for impact. And you, and that's why you wrote down dick. Because it was yes. like, Gary, don't do that to her. Right. Couldn't you just say instead, you're the person I can't live without? Why no, did you have to- No, that's not romantic. It's romantic to scare your fiance first? I just wouldn't use the word scare. It's definitely a producer that forces them to do these things because they literally do it in almost Wait, every single finale. I don't it's insane. Wanna, I don't want to believe you. I want to believe that Gary just wanted to create a romantic moment for his fiance. I will on... die on this hill. I will die. You can die there. I will, <laughs> you can I... die there. <laughs> I'll die on the hill across from your hill <laughs> that I will pro I just think it was romantic. And I actually love that we have differing opinions about that. Yeah. Like, you think he was mean for doing that. No, okay. I don't think Gary has a mean bone in his body. I think that was such a bizarre choice to do on the day that you're proposing to the woman of your dreams, to the woman you can't live without. Before you tell her, you want to make her a little nervy. You want to make her stomach drop a little bit. Maybe like, this why? is also, this is such proof that like men don't understand women. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. what this is. I also think they do this a lot in previous seasons because they usually take 
that first part and put it in the trailer. So they normally would show him in the trailer saying, you're not the right person for me to live with. And then it cuts to something else and they're like, oh my God, who did he say it to? Who did he break up with? But Damn it, Stephanie, you're probably right. You're probably are, right. Are you going to come die on this hill with me now? No, I'm just, I'm just talking out loud as I'm dying on my okay. hill. <laughs> I, it does make me wonder if, you know, they, they have so much time with them, right? If they were just like, hey, you've been saying, you know, like, I want to find the person I can't live without. What if what you say to Teresa at the end is something like, and, and then who tells him who who bibbidi-ba, bibbidi-boo. that's who? how producers speak yeah oh you would know because yes because michael was I, on the show guys I, well it, it was a different show at the time yeah do you think the producers feed him the line you are certain of that oh no i mean well yeah they feed him the line but did they also tell him to count to 40 in his head <laughs> mississippi you're being so inaccurate it was maybe hang on let me one mississippi be two Mississippi. We should play the actual scene yes, and count Mississippis. I bet you it's at least five Mississippis. Okay, I was gonna say I bet you it's no more than three Mississippis. Mississippis? Yes. Well, you're going very slow. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. No, it was more I than bet- that. It's way more than that. I'll die on that hill too. We have a- Okay, I I will die on the second hill across from your hills of death. This is <laughs> this is getting dark. dark it's getting dark. Yes. I like it. Wait, but you still like Gary, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like everyone involved. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I I at least for my dollar that mm-hmm. I spent to watch this show, I felt like that ending moment between him and her, and we skipped over a little bit of what Teresa said too, leading up to. You know, the moment that he asks her to marry him. Actually, I guess you already said this a little bit. I thought it was a home run. I thought it was so, it was like the finale that I wanted. And I was totally emotionally happy and satisfied and got the, you know. Yeah, you got the drama that you wanted, the tears, but then you got the happy ending. Like it really was, they did a really good job in their vows back and forth to each other, which hold on, hold on, sorry. Wait, you hold on. Okay, sorry, sorry, okay. Yeah, wait. It's my show. Okay. You're right. You should go. <laughs> okay, no, you go. Okay, I wrote this down. The golden rose is tight. Listen, having a gilded golden rose is so, it could be so cheesy. No, Wait, I love it. I, I love it. loved it. The minute I saw it and then he gave it to her that they made it a thing, I just the whole cookie with the frosting and the cherry on top, I ate it. I thought it was so dope instead of the regular rose. And even what he said, he was like, this will last forever. Something, it wasn't that, but it was uh, something Unlike those that. other roses that die. Correct. Oh, that would have been a good line. I, if I were a producer, I would have had that line. <laughs> Gary, say, just real quick, say that this rose will last forever and others will die. Like that, and make your voice ominous like that. Well, he and did- And we'll cut it as a trailer and it'll <laughs> do really well. So we have an engaged couple- We finally see them walk out hand in hand as an engaged couple for the first time. They look gorgeous. But yeah, I'm really excited about the fact that they got engaged and I am not the only one. We're actually gonna hear from Jackie for a moment who actually looked up spoilers so she could record this in time because like I said, she wasn't able to watch the finale in real time, but she looked up spoilers. And here is our Jackie from the past, question mark, Jackie from the future. I'm not sure what we would title this, but it's Jackie and her commentary on Teresa being the chosen one. 
Teresa truthers rise up Teresa truthers rise up. Oh my god. I told you guys I can't believe I doubted myself That's what ABC obviously was doing this whole time was trying to get us to doubt Teresa and I get it because like that wouldn't be that fun of a show if we knew the whole time it was going to be her but I'm legitimately shocked because I really was starting to think no it has to be Leslie Wow I'm really proud of Gary. And one of the reasons why I thought Teresa was going to win in the beginning was they really connected over the fact that they had both, both lost a spouse. And I think that's obviously like an incredibly unique experience that not everyone can relate to. And I think actually it might be incredibly difficult to get into a relationship with someone who hasn't had that same experience. And Stephanie said this in her TikTok too, but I think this really sets up Leslie perfectly to be the golden bachelorette. I think she really, is fit for a role like that and could do an amazing job but wow wow just goes to show i think you really can never trust what you're seeing in the edit and on tv because last episode i recorded with stephanie i feel like i was really thrown off by the fact that gary's conversations with leslie seemed to be so much more focused on like the transition to the tangible real world and like where would they live and like really practical important conversations and the stuff with Teresa didn't seem that deep it seemed more surface level but i'm sure they did have those conversations they're just not showing us because they want us to feel and think a certain way so wow oh my god i should never have doubted myself from the beginning i was a Teresa truther and then i feel like i jumped on the leslie bandwagon stephanie convinced me otherwise and wow just goes to show guys always go with your gut I want to mm. get into this whole hot seat. But first, Michael, guess what I'm going to tell you about now? Oak um, Essentials. Oak, well, I oh. answered it for you. Yes, that's interesting. What does that mean? Like an aroma thing? No, Oak Essentials is like the most amazing skincare. So a oh. lot of you guys have asked me about my skincare routine. It's Just fresh. kidding. It's fresh. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, some people have, yeah, but not everyone. Um, I use Oak Essentials Moisture Rich Balm. It gives you that natural, dewy, no makeup look. And ever since I started using it, I've gotten tons of compliments on my skin, just saying. So it's this nutrient-rich balm. It has organic cocoa seed butter, organic coconut oil. It supports collagen production, delivers serious hydration, hence why your skin looks amazing after using it. Like, this balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. You should probably get your wife- yeah. Did you apply it in the morning? You can apply, yes, you apply it in the morning. There's like a daytime routine and a nighttime routine. It literally makes your skin like shine like the top of the Chrysler building. Wow, but not, not in like a shiny way. Like yeah, yeah, do. not like glaring, just glowing. Yeah. What's cool is Oak Essentials has best-selling bundles for a simple skincare routine. And I may have to get that actually for Jackie for Christmas because she's such a skincare girly. I feel like it's such a good gift for someone that loves taking care of their skin. Um, the routine- Spoiler alert, Jackie. So yeah, spoiler alert, you're, you got that coming for Christmas. So that product bundle includes a moisture-rich balm, ritual oil, cleansing balm, a balancing mist, and a restorative mask. But Oak Essentials doesn't just stop with your face. They also have a body routine. It's their must-have lineup of skincare staples designed to deliver glowing results below the neck. Or, you know, oh. like the neck, the next, <laughs> that sounded sexual. It's like it the, neck, the neck down. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, the neck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and for anyone obsessed with their moisture rich balm, they have a moisture rich body balm. It delivers the intensive moisture you know and love, but for your full body. 
That's definitely getting sexual. Yeah. So stop putting toxins on your skin, guys, and start seeing your dream complexion with Oak Essentials. You can get 15% off your first order if you use code She's All Batch at checkout when you go to oakessentials.com. That's O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code She's All Batch. Whether you're starting from scratch or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials gives you one less thing to worry about. So Michael, treat yourself because you deserve it. When Gary and Teresa come out though, one of the first things Jesse asks is um, about the fantasy suite. We touched on this earlier. Yes, but yes, so, yes. So Gary doesn't, you know, he gives like a wishy-washy, like Winnie the Pooh answer. And then Teresa says that she knocked his boots off in the fantasy suite and it pans to the grandkids and the kids and they don't really seem happy about that. One of the daughters says to the other one, what did he say? Really? What did she, yeah, she's like, what did she say? She mouths it. And the other one turns and says, knocked his boots off. And <gasps> yeah, I couldn't tell if that was like, why did she say that? Or if it was like, oh my God, I can't believe Teresa said that she had sex with my dad on my Well, TV. I think it's like multiple levels. One, you don't want to picture your dad or your grandpa having sex. 100%. Two, now the whole world is hearing about it. And three, like, I don't know, is was it really necessary? We obviously know that you did. And even if you didn't in the fantasy suite, you have now since Four. you've gotten though isn't it also kind of <laughs> maybe part of the whole story of the season that like you know yeah man you can still be old and not boots like isn't that great that like there's still hope not hope that sounds terrible no it, i know like but that's true i mean no i guess love I'm sorry, is that, still alive and well in yeah the bedroom. i mean just it wasn't only physical like yeah everyone has sex at the end of their lives i just meant it was yeah, I, I hope that the daughters were like, you know what, that's great that they're... Perhaps they didn't need to hear it, though, which I can understand. <laughs> yeah, which is maybe why it was like, why did she say that about them having sex? And you know what, it's just like an answer they really clearly wanted to get because they asked it so many different times. Hmm. That, like, someone had to give the answer on whether or not they had sex. I think that was Teresa's way of saying, like, yeah, I am, in fact, a fireball in bed. The rumors yes. are true. Yes, and look, it was cute as hell, too, when she said, yeah, I knocked his boots off. Like, that was fun and hilarious. Do you agree? I thought Yeah, no, was it was moment. cute. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. So then we finally get to the final moments of the episode, and we finally find out what this big-ass surprise is. And cynical old me is like, well, it's going to be that they ate a sandwich yesterday and they got diarrhea. But instead... This actually, this surprise took me on like a little bit of a roller coaster. Did oh, you please go on. Did you think the surprise was that they were going to Italy? Um, no, I thought they, I jokingly said, I thought they maybe had adopted a child or something. That <laughs> was one of my first thoughts. And then. That would yeah, be like a really big the, surprise. The trip to Italy fell flat to me at first, if I'm being honest. I was like, like, it's cute that they talked about, they both wanted to learn Italian, but then to just be like, we're going to send you on a. I don't even remember how many days they said. It was like seven days, maybe. I don't know. I didn't think it was a very exciting thing. But then. But then. But wait, in that moment, though, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is the surprise that you've been teasing for two hours that they get to go on a trip to Italy. Why do I care? I don't yeah. remember them ever talking about no, I didn't Italy. Either. Like, I, that's not some. Maybe they said it to Jesse, like off camera. I don't know. But like, regardless, I don't care that they're going to Italy. That's really nice. Gary says back though, we can use it as a honeymoon. Still, still wasn't sold. I was like, okay, cool. You're engaged, sure. Then he said, because we're getting married very soon. 
Still, I wasn't told. Oh, oh, okay. Were you were? Like, well, maybe I was, yeah. I was like, oh my God, they're going to get married soon. But they and then, all say they're going to get married and all of, almost all of them break up. So oh. at first when he's like, we're going to get married soon. And then Jesse's like, you heard that here, guys, they're getting married soon. And I'm like, this cannot be the end. This, that cannot be what it is, that they're getting married soon. That's a horrible, horrible surprise. Then he turns to the screen. And it says. January 4th. And then were you like? Yes. Then I was like, wow, that is, I am so pumped. I'm so happy for Teresa. Like Me too. And I love that I have something to watch at the beginning of the next, of the new year. Yeah. Do you want to recap it with me? Yeah. Okay. I, um, I feel like I would have liked to see the announcement done, I guess, in a different order. Did you kind of feel like the honeymoon... Maybe they used the honeymoon to tee up Gary saying, we're getting married on January 4th. Yeah, yeah, sure. But, 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 but it was anticlimactic. Said, yes, what you said was true. When they were like, well, you're going to Italy. I was like, that's a dumb announcement. And then Gary was like, we're getting married on this day. I was like, wait, so was that the announcement? And you don't, I, I don't want to be asking that question. If it's, hey, there's a really big announcement. Just Make don't it. even mention fucking yeah. Italy. <laughs> right, just right, not, right. Who cares? Who, like you said, who, who cares? Just... Cut to them being like, we love each other so much. We know that's kind of a trend for couples to say we're going to get married. Well, we're, we don't have the time. Actually, they did this a little bit, but we don't have the time. We want to get married on January 4th. That's the big announcement. That's right. the big surprise. Yeah, I think I would have been crying instead of confused. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah. like, that's really cool. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear that. They could have done without the Italian thing altogether. But I do think that maybe you're right. They were using it to tee up a, oh, it could be a honeymoon because. So I think what they should have done. The yeah, honeymoon the, the honeymoon thing was fine. I think it was Gary's response and then not <laughs> saying it. Like he should have said that could be great for a honeymoon because we're actually getting married in a couple of weeks. Boom, and then, and then Jesse yeah. says, "Oh, everyone look at the screen. It's January 4th. You can tune in, right? We can tune in." Did I am I wrong about that? That is exactly how it should have happened. Yes, I can No, but it, is it it's going to be televised. Yeah, they're oh. not just getting married at City Hall. Well, I I'll be pissed if yeah, they better be televised. <laughs> right, that, that would be even well, dude. Last season they had yeah. a surprise the entire episode. It was I don't know some finale or something, and the surprise was that a random girl got a note and then she couldn't open it. That was the that was the surprise. A note from the Bachelor. It was a note from ABC. So she's on the show, like she's a girl that's going to be on a contestant on Joey's season. And yeah. the surprise was she was given a note, okay. and the whole episode it's like, "What does the note say?" And then at the end he goes, "You're going to have to wait till Joey's season to find out what the note says." And I'm like, "This oh, is the biggest waste of time I've ever seen in my life." I'm tired now right. after hearing that. And did Jesse Palmer do that? Was he like, Whoa. "Yeah." Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they brought it home with the announcement of the wedding, dude, January 4th. Oh, it is. Oh, in live. Yeah, it is going live special. I hope it's awesome. No, I'm so pumped. I'm honestly, I'm happy because at least we know they won't break up in the near future. This is true. And I feel like the world itself would shatter if they did. I've been hearing that this has been one of the highest rated watched seasons of all time of the franchise. So at the very least, I, you know, I know people are rooting for Gary to find love. And my guess is then if if people are rooting for Gary and Teresa, everyone's going to tune in to the wedding as well. 
Right. I would assume, yes. I haven't even, like, looked around on social media to see the reaction because we hopped on this call right away. My mm-hmm. only thought is, like, I am excited because I'm a normal person. But there are psycho people out there that yeah, for some reason... people were not... They like are, they Teresa? they hate Teresa. What's so I, I I don't know if they're going to be unhappy about this. Instead I of see. just seeing two people finding love in a later time in their life and being really happy, and that's fucking awesome. Or they could be mad of what Gary did to Leslie. But I feel like he had to do you know he had to break Leslie's heart in order to end up with Teresa. Look, and I mean, my God, that dude, that man cried his eyes out that night because he genuinely felt really bad about what he did to Leslie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can. I I, I don't know. I could tell that he really loved her. So, yeah, it would make me sad if people were like, no, Gary doesn't deserve love for doing that. It's like, that's the show, dude. Like, that's the position. That's what he had to go through. They all had to go through. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and ha- so was the finale still good, even though you had to watch it on a phone that was stood up in front of a TV in someone else's room? Yeah, look, it was honestly kind of fun to watch it with you, even though we couldn't talk. I could just, yeah, it felt like we got to hang out. And it also probably speaks to how good the show is, right? That it caught my attention still on my little phone. This is how big the screen was. I watched it just, you know, like this. Well, it was so funny. There were parts, like we were not talking, but there were parts where like, we couldn't something, help it. something would happen and I'd be like, oh shit. And then you'd be like on the f- the little phone in my stand, be like, oh hell no, or like whatever it was. Agreed, it must be what my wife feels like. And I'm pretty sure all those moments centered around Gary's last moments with Teresa. My emotions were getting got at that point. Because yeah, like I I'd been rooting for them the whole time and felt like it was gonna be her the whole time, really. And then yeah, just like that for him to be like, Nope. I was genuinely surprised. Even though I watched your video that spoiled it, I was still, I just didn't, I don't know. Gary said to Leslie something like, I was certain it was you until I realized that it wasn't. Twist the knife. Like, I get it. I get why he said that. But I actually, I wrote that down at one point. I was like, wow, he just stabbed her right in the face. But when he said that, yeah, when he was like, yeah, yeah. I just, it just now I realize it isn't you. It's like, how do you handle that? He just said it right to her face, you know? Yeah. But like you said, I also thought it was great that he did it uh, the night before and not on the platform. You know what I mean? Right. That was classy, I thought. Do you feel like you got everything off your chest? Any stone left unturned? One thing that stood out is that Askin makes a cameo on Joey's season. Who? Askin, the click. Um, It is. Oh, yeah. April, Susan, Kathy. Mm. Nancy. Nancy. Yes. Nancy. Yeah. yeah Nancy. Wait, who's... Nancy. Okay. Now I get it. Um, that's really exciting to me. They were, did you, uh, we didn't get to talk about like the women this season were the best. No, the like, best. I, they I made loved, the whole show. I loved everyone. I loved how everyone loved everyone. Even the Kathy and Teresa thing was just kind of a, you know, I don't know. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't actually that. It wasn't like, women being evil like some of the other seasons right you know what i mean it was totally. just, they were i just felt like they were the best i loved watching them and it was and i'm glad they're gonna they're gonna come back for joey season that's super cute but you're not gonna watch joey season because of the beef did we identify it as beef my god i feel like an asshole yeah, no I, think... I was just i hadn't i didn't know him <laughs> wait oh my god i'm gonna send this to us weekly and be like michael stagliano no, has no, it out for joey will... It's going to, because I'm Italian and it's a good headline. 
Um, but literally, I remember watching the pickleball episode with Emily, and I was like, "Who's that guy? Like, why would they just bring out?" And I, he was really handsome, but I was like, "Why would they just bring out a person?" And then she was like, "That's the bachelor." I was like, "Oh my god, cool!" And then, yeah, I just, I already said this, but I felt like his <laughs> introduction was a little fat. And look, they didn't give him much to work with, right? right. It's like Jesse was the, you know, commentator, and he doesn't totally. have totally. But yeah, I'm not saying I wish he would have run out on the court and done a backflip or something. But That's something seems... you would do. No. I want to like catch up with you on your life though too. So we're going to have to do like a separate, another one, a number five. Uh, this is that's par for the course we always plan our next one in the middle of our current one that's like our thing so we will do a part five where you <laughs> and i catch up we have not caught up since like we did the holly special how you felt after that what which been... was a couple years ago no it was one okay it was one year it was last year in november calm that's down not a long time yeah it was not a couple i'm just saying years. i've missed you oh no i've missed you well i'll say this i've literally at points in the past year have mm -hmm. had moments where i'm like oh man like i hope michael's doing well like how is he <laughs> like i thought of i thought about you and i was like hoping that you were doing well i know that you were doing like a lot of stuff with acting and like your your boys and your beautiful wife and i was just like you would like come if something happened that i thought of you i was like oh man like I miss him. There was a period of time where we talked a lot because we were we kept recording. And then for the past year, we just obviously we always were childhood best friends. Obviously. But, but we just didn't talk as much. So I love that we're back in each other's lives. Yeah, Stephanie, all joking aside, that really means a lot to me. I have had the exact same thing. I remember a, a year ago, even telling like my family and friends, yeah, I'm going to go on this podcast of Bachelor. But they were all like, what the are you talking about you you were on the show 100 years ago <laughs> and i i just always blamed it on you that sounds bad but i was just like <laughs> i you don't understand like she we just she's obsessed so, with me <laughs> no i would no the opposite i was like it was so much fun just to oh. talk to her like she's a phenomenal host i think her show is really good and i just want to do it because it was fun it doesn't even matter that it is the bachelor really do you know what i mean like yeah so, so yeah when when you ping me to do this i genuinely had that same like wow i've actually thought about Stephanie, the last year, like same thing, wondering how you and your son were doing. And yeah, and have told people since to either, you know, become a Fox and, and listen to the show. My wife listens to the show. Where's your sweatshirt? So yeah, yeah. I, the I moving on one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, so cool. Yeah, yeah, that's the one yeah. you wanted. I said, yo, speaking of guys, we have new merch. Go check out our merch shop. I'll put it in the link in the episode description. We haven't plugged our merch in a really long time, but I actually made the um, Bachelor Affectionado sweatshirt that I was Ooh, talking huh. about. It, well, it was like a joke. We decided to make it into a sweatshirt. So that sweatshirt is actually live. I have not plugged that anywhere. So Hey, and it's holiday season, man. If you know anyone you know who watches what? The Bachelor, ship it. It makes That's for a great, a great stocking stuffer, a nice a fat sweatshirt. She's all batch sweatshirt, a moving on sweatshirt. Let's go. Bachelor Affectionado. And you know what else makes a great stocking stuffer? Oak Essentials Moisture Rich Balm and also a hex clad pan. So make sure you checked out both of those, get the links to those in the episode description and always use code she's all batch and get savings on these amazing products, okay guys? Thank you, Michael Stagliano, for gracing me with your presence. I feel graced as well. It was an honor to come back. Thank you ha for having me. Literally anytime you wanna talk about anything, I will uh, come back and chat it up with you. This was so fun. Okay, well then let's not let another year go by.
I agree. I feel like January 4th, we have a, a literally have a date in mind that we could do it up. But we'll find a time if it's not going to be that. My birthday is January 7th. What are you going to get me? My birthday is February 4th. What are you going to... I'll get you a hex clad pan. I'll get you the moisture rich bomb. Yes. I yes. love coconut. I love coconut oil. Legit. <laughs> okay, cool. Your skin's going to like glow and be glow. so radiant. Not glare. It'll glow. No, exactly. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Um, I need you to fulfill Jackie's shoes once again. And I need you to say, um, when I ask you the next question, you need to say, I think that's it. Okay. Okay. Yep. And is that it? I think that's it. Goodbye, bitches. 